Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, uh, Friday, April 21st, short show today. we got Husker Baseball at Iowa. Pre-game will be at 530. <laughs> Let's do this backwards. Johnny Cadillac's executive producing the show. You don't have to stand attention, Johnny. That's, I mean, it is just... It's I'm, my signature at this I'm point. so honored, and our guest is actually a veteran, too, so he, he notices immediately. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm your host, Jack Riggins, uh, restoring American values, bringing common sense to the capital city. Uh, we're continuing on with kind of meet the candidate. We've got uh, Richard, uh, Richard Aldag in running for Lincoln Public School Board. Uh, welcome to the show, Richard. Hey, thanks for having me, Jack. Uh, like me, you're a veteran. Um, I don't personally know you great, and I always want the candidates to just tell the audience like any kind of campaign thing, who you are, where you come from, what's your background. I, yeah. I appreciate your service to our country as well. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I, I am a not born in Lincoln, but raised in Lincoln. I moved here very young. Uh, total LPS kid. Okay. Uh, went to Sheridan, went to Irving, went to Lincoln Southeast, the greatest school in Lincoln. Um, I and, think that pretty much makes you a Lincolnite. <laughs> I'm a Lincolnite. Uh, uh, right out of high school, joined the military. Uh, spent 23, 24 years in change, retired from the National Guard, mm-hmm. deployed several times uh, in Iraq and Afghanistan. Your brothers um, are going to Horn of Africa right now, I see. That's right. Wow. That's Good right. for them. I mean, needed, too. but yeah, what a neat send-off, and uh, uh, Godspeed to those folks. Absolutely. Uh, and we and I work for the State Patrol, retired from the State Patrol last year, retired from the military in 2012, Okay. the State Patrol uh, last year, 2022. And uh, uh, and I'm a business owner, so you've got it all covered. <laughs> kind of got you've it got all kind of national defense covered and servitude to uh, state servitude and law enforcement, and yep. then uh, being an entrepreneur. That's cool. Absolutely. I have four kids: twenty-two, twenty, thirteen, seven. There you go. Got yeah. a little gap there, but that's right. Close. That's about where we're at. We don't have quite as big a gap, but uh, yeah. So you're right in the thick of it, raising the young ones, but you've also got some experience uh, getting them off. That's right. Nice, nice. School board, tell me. I mean, how did you get interested? Uh, Because something always piques somebody's interest to say, hey, in my district, um, or, you know, how did you get interested in it? Sure. Well, first, I'm a service-minded guy. Sure. Right? Uh, Serve in the military and and the state patrol, right? So I'm always about community. Uh, The second thing is, uh, uh, if you have an opinion and a problem with something, I'd rather be part of the solution than just sit idly on the sidelines. Mm. Um, uh, somebody approached me, just thought I would be a good a fit for the school board. I'm a life learner. I, I got my master's degree late in life. Um, I was always involved in my kids' high school programs. Yeah. Um, so they approached me. I really wasn't that interested because I didn't want to stick my neck out doing politics. Um, but I told them I'd listen. I'd you can be a radio mind, show host. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I talked, I talked to parents. Okay. I talked to administrators. I talked to teachers. Um, and pretty much with every conversation, I had that head in my hand. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that's going on. Uh, uh, you know, calling to get me involved. Mm-hmm. Um, I also talked to a previous school board member just to kind of learn what, uh, what the job of a yeah. school board member was. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and I measured my own competencies to see if I was even qualified or if I felt like I was even qualified. You know, two main, two of the, two of the main committees for the school board. Um, our facilities and finances, right? Okay. Um, being a business owner, I, I'm I'm 
I'm, I'm literate in financing. Sure. I'm literate in finances. And one of the businesses I own is a commercial real estate investment company. I manage property. Um, so managing a, a, a commercial building is fundamentally the same thing as managing a schoolhouse. Yeah, so I mean, just schools. from a self kind of buddy check that we used to do in the military, you yep. go, am I qualified to do this? And, and, and you are. You have some unique qualifications, actually, uh, not to mention just your lifelong kind of attitude of service to the community and the nation. Um, as candidates go around, uh, and as you said, you, you said, you know, hands and head moment kind of, oh, I, I didn't know this was going on. What are some of the common things that I guess um, you said, hey, I think I could make a difference if I can get elected? You know, some of those common, I guess, I don't want to say gripes and complaints, but things parents and, and people in your district would like to see better handled in LPS. Sure. Oh, Absolutely. Um, I think the number one thing, the number one concern I always get is, and it boils down to parental rights. Mm. I I want to matter as a parent, right? right. And and that was that was really kind of my starting point too. I I've felt that um, uh, uh, as a uh, as a parent, an LPS parent as well. Um, the second thing is teachers. Uh, I hear a lot. I've heard a lot about teachers from teachers, grandmas of teachers, uh, about the frustration. Uh, not feeling valued, not feeling safe, and uh, them leaving our district. I mean, mm-hmm. those are really the two two main main topics. I wish I had the numbers, but mm-hmm. I don't. But it is pretty common knowledge that we've been bleeding teachers the last two three years at a an alarming rate. To be honest with you, I right. don't have the data in front of me, folks. But I mean, for the folks that are watching this and looking at this, uh, we're losing teachers, and that's not good. I. I I don't have the numbers either, um, uh, but I have the conversations, right? And it seems to be boiling to the top more that that issue. And I've talked to school administrators, principals, mm-hmm. um, who've confirmed that for me. Yeah, and, and and they're dealing with that themselves. They need to keep teachers in their school too. Yeah, I think you know the the parental one. I, I don't think that's new. I just think mm-hmm. that over the last couple of years, there's been a lot of press. And a lot of parents, maybe because of COVID, have been able to kind of see into how the the macaroni's made and and some of the other social issues, certainly, where they felt, you know, that's overstepping me as a parent. And I think that's big. But I also think what you're saying about teachers is not been talked enough about in Lincoln, in particular, mm-hmm. about what's been going on. And, folks, these are professionals. I, I mean, almost everybody, if you grew up in Nebraska, it didn't matter where. A good majority of your peer group got their education to go coach, teach, and mentor. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, almost everybody I grew up with is in some facet in education. And and that is a big part of our Nebraska way. Mm-hmm. And in a way, when we're not, in my opinion, when we're not, you know, creating the atmosphere for not only the teachers to thrive, but by default the students, we're doing a big disservice to, you know, our other peers, but as well as our future. Yep. Absolutely. Well, and it's just, uh, uh, you know, there's second and third order effects mm-hmm. when teachers leave. Uh, we have a teacher shortage uh, that stresses out the other teachers, which makes them leave as well, right? Right. Which also affects our education, uh, the education for our students. Um, and then in particular, one of my head head in hand moments was how it affects our special education right. students. Uh, because if, if a classroom needs covered um, and they're down to the principal is down to uh, moving a special education teacher away from the special education students into the normal classroom. 
who's taking, you know, right, who's, who's which, taking the and in the case of those kids, um, those are, again, very highly trained teachers that mm-hmm. oftentimes with special agent, uh, education kids, the relationship with the teacher, the consistency mm-hmm. of that is very important to the growth of that young child. Yep. Um, and, and you're not the first one to bring up, you know, the, I kind of call it the revolving chairs of who's going to cover a classroom. Um, so, I mean, that makes sense. And as you've gone around, I mean, you know, I, platform values, you know, support your teachers, you know, special education. You also talk about, you know, fiscal responsibility, school security, mm-hmm. and also our values as Nebraskan. Can you expound on those a little bit? What, our traditional values? I mean, yeah, our traditional values of, as Nebraskans, I mean, I, what we're talking about is traditional education, right? Let's get the school back to those core subjects of education, reading, writing, arithmetic, and let's start to cut loose all the ideal, ideological programs in education that, mm-hmm. we, that we start to see woven into our curriculum. It would be safe to say you're shocked at our test scores. Oh, absolutely shocked at our test scores. Our proficiency uh, tests are, are uh, uh, what, we're at 53%, I think, last year. And I we're mean, going downhill from the there. the general feel of the Midwest, this community, the money mm-hmm. taxpayers all of us put into it, 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 it is a terrible bang for buck what's going on. Absolutely. We're, we're just shortchanging children and our own yep. future. True. We're spending more than our peer districts per student. Um, and I w- uh, uh, LPS is barely in the top 50% of school districts in Nebraska. We just barely crossed wow. that mark. The first schoolhouse that's in the top 50 schoolhouses in the state is number 32, and it's Adams Elementary School. Mm. Number 32, we're the second largest district, and we, we're ba- we have four total schoolhouses in the top 50. Wow, that's interesting. Um, I want to ask you about school security because a lot of people worry about it, but generally mm-hmm. we all go, well, it won't happen here. Um, but nonetheless, it, it's better be prepared right. <laughs> than not. Right. And uh, and it's not something I've spent a lot of time on in this area. Um, but talk about that because I think you have a unique background to, to be able to talk about the pros and cons or, or why that's important. Sure, sure. Well, you know what I always point at is, uh, uh, let's point at Tennessee. They were in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, 14 minutes to respond, and that's a fast response from law enforcement. Mm-hmm. That really is. That's, is. that's pretty darn quick uh, for everything that needs to happen, right? So an action needs to happen. Some yeah. of the school needs to perceive it. you got to call the police. Police got to get dispatched. Police got to show up. 14 minutes. Um, so uh, uh, two things we need to do. Physical security. I, th- I think there's easy things we can do to slow down that active shooter, that person that's sure. in there to commit violence. Um, uh, we saw that in Nashville. She shot through the, the windows and mm-hmm. went in and did her thing. And she was, she was done in about seven minutes. Right. Right. Um, so let's slow her down. Let's, let's add some gating, mm-hmm. um, some things that can compartmentalize the school. Yeah. So we turn that seven minutes into 14 minutes and then the police can respond. Sure. Uh, a lot, a lot faster. The other thing is we can be a deterrent. Why not create a partnership with Lincoln Public Schools and, or I'm sorry, with and, uh, Lincoln Police yeah. Department and uh, uh, maybe they have an office space. Maybe they have a marked unit out front, and that's a deterrent for yeah. us, right? A- anything we can do that costs very little money right. for defense in depth, yeah. right? Um, uh, churches do it. A term it's, we it's would know, we do. understand, yes. but you're, you're, you're basically describing, look, there's low-cost ways, folks, to, to make right. any type of event 
and the perpetrator take longer, delay them, which gives the first responders more, more time. time. And it also gives the teachers and students more time to execute their plans that they do. And I and and listen, I think you would agree. Uh, we do know that LPS runs drills, and we do know that they mm-hmm. work with LPD. Um, but I've said it for a long time. We've gotten too far away from. Uh, a lot of young people not knowing if an officer is a good man or bad man or woman. Um, folks, I mean, these programs where there's just interaction between police mm-hmm. officers, just like us in the military, um, young people need to know that we and they are a place to go for safety and support. Mm-hmm. And you do that a lot by outreach and interaction. Absolutely. You know, yep. um, and that can often in itself be a deterrent as well as a good educational tool as to what do the police stand for yep you know absolutely yep and and there's there's more to it than that sure too. i mean there, there's another side to it too and, and lincoln public school district does a good job yeah. of behavioral threat assessments yes um that's actually something i have a background in for the state patrol um i yeah. performed those as well um and, and on the board i think that's i can represent that side of security sure. um uh, uh bring more attention to it bring more funding to it yeah absolutely uh we're on with uh richard Aldridge running for Lincoln Public School Board, or as most people say, uh, Lincoln School Board. Um, we've got Husker baseball coming up at 5.30. The pregame uh, will start then. They are at Iowa, so it's a short show today. Uh, make sure next week you tune in. We have a lot of uh, programming notes and exciting things and guests, so I think you'll really enjoy next week. Um, Richard, we'll have a few minutes when we come back. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit about fiscal responsibility and kind of bang for buck and give you a chance to talk about that because it's a platform value and then also anything uh to to just the people of lincoln and the people in your district of of you know why you deserve their vote and some of the things that you know you'll champion uh when you get there excellent sound good yep all right well we'll do that um and maybe johnny is really excited because i fed him today (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to La Paz, 1499.3 KLIN. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, LPS school board candidate from District 6, Richard Aldidge. We were talking about values and platforms. You had uh, fiscal we hadn't got to. It's right. important to you. It is. It is. And uh, you know what? There's there's ways we can save money. The number one thing we got to do, cut property taxes, right? Cut that levy down. Cut our property taxes. 60% of our property taxes go to uh, the Lincoln Public Schools. We're not getting our bang for our buck. Uh, we're not getting the return on that investment. So how do we cut spending? And, and I want to cut it through processes. 
eliminating non-value-added tasks, and I want to do it far away from the classroom. I'm uh, That's one of the things I used to do for the State Patrol, um, uh, look at the government processes that we do. They're mm-hmm. very wasteful. Uh, streamline them, eliminate them. Um, uh, when you eliminate tasks, uh, you create vacancies, and you can eliminate positions. Right. Um, uh, in any large organization that's been around for decades, we've amassed those those processes, you know, um, uh, over time. We just kind of add things that really don't matter. In the end, you're saying, hey, listen, they got to get the basics of education. Our test scores are down. We're just failing there. You put the focus on that. You trim the the belly fat. You you save money, and your mission gets more clear. Well, it's even more than belly fat, right? And and, and I always put it this way. So uh, uh, anybody that's ever said, why do we do that? And you don't don't get a good answer. Right. Right. That's what we're talking about. We can get rid of all of those things. Um, and and save ourselves lots of money. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, real quick, one quick, just ten seconds to your potential voters. Why you? Why me? I'm I'm the best candidate for this position going into this economy, uh, this recession that's coming up, um, and I am the parental advocate on the board. Sounds good, Richard. Thanks for coming in. Best hey, of luck. Thank you very much. Appreciate the time. All right, people, enjoy uh, Husker baseball coming up at Iowa. 1499.3 KLIN.